welcome back to In This Together podcast. I'm your host, MM, and we are so excited today, like we are every single time that we get to talk to y'all. But today, um, we're kind of starting our series of me actually getting to interview some people that um, I just admire, that inspire me, that have inspired my walks with the Lord, and Carly is one of them. I have not known her for the longest amount of time, but whenever I met her, I actually met her at a Bible study um, and she just kind of randomly showed up. I don't know. I like literally <laughs> never heard of her. I was like, this is awesome. And a friend had invited her and she, whenever she just started talking, I just, when there's some people, you could just tell that they love the Lord with all their hearts. And it was just so cool because everything that she was saying and just like all the wisdom um, that she had, I was just like, wow, like I want to get to know God like her. Like I was like, that is incredible. And Chance talked about it um, a few weeks ago on the podcast about comparison and how it's really easy for moments like that to kind of like compare yourself like, wow, like how, I don't know God like that. Um, but what Chance said was so cool. It was like, it's actually important to be around people that inspire you in your faith. And it's a good thing to be like, wow, like I like, I want to know the Lord like that. And so Carly was one of those for me. Um, and just getting to know her, I've gotten to um, just kind of see a little bit more of how it's not just it wasn't just a one time thing. Like she really deeply uh, knows and loves the Lord. And it's just been so inspiring to me. And it's made me want to like read commentary and understand <laughs> just the Lord more and his word. And so anyways, without further ado, Carly, just introduce yourself. Just say who you are, what you're doing right now, something you love. Um, but welcome to the Together podcast. Yay. Hey, wow. That was an incredible introduction. <laughs> um, yeah, I am. My name's Carly. Mm-hmm. Um, I live in Santa Rosa Beach. So 30A for a lot of you guys who visit down here. And um, I mean, I'm not doing a whole lot right now because I do I have a cheese board company down here. Which is awesome. Tell them what awesome. it's called. It's Gray's 30A. If y'all are down in 30A. 30A. Um, so if y'all ever need a cheese board, mm-hmm. just call me. Um, but it's nice and slow right now. So I've just been enjoying the slow time, trying to kind of set myself up for the year, reflecting on the last year, all Mm -hmm. that good stuff before jumping back into season in the next few months and seeing what God wants to do with business and with ministry and all kinds of things this year. So 2023 is going to be a good year. I can can feel it. I just don't fully know what that means yet. That's awesome. Yeah, I love it. And so I have kind of, I've heard a little bit about this, but um, just because I feel like whenever somebody does know the Lord so well, it's like, you wonder like, how did you get to know God? Um, So just, I would love to, for you just kind of tell tell the story. I don't, I know that sometimes that story can be super long um, because I know there's like so many different, I feel like times we just get to know him deeper, but how did you Mm -hmm. kind of come to know God and have this relationship with him? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I grew up in church and mm-hmm. like bouncing around churches. I got saved at a youth camp, like so many, um, mm-hmm. uh, where God really uses people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, to be honest, I, I lived a lot of my life, like <clears throat> one foot in one foot out of the church and of the world. I really like to have my cake and eat it too. <laughs> and I mean, truly like all through college, everything. Mm-hmm. And there was a, there's been a few like marking moments, I would say, in my in my relationship with God. Um, and I chose the last semester. I did a, a little extra half lap. And the last semester that I was in college, I 
chose to give up my happy hour at the bar that I worked, which was like the best shift Mm -hmm. to go to RUF and get really plugged in with the ministry. I decided that I wasn't going to be like going out as much, all of Mm -hmm. those things and just chose like, I'm going to like, God really just pulled me away with him Uh that year. Most of my friends had graduated. I made a whole new friend group, everything. And God just provided in all of those ways. Um, I'm realizing this is actually a trend as I'm speaking this out. So Mm -hmm. that happened. And that was one of the first times that God really pulled me in and -hmm. showed me his faithfulness. I mean, I was saving up to move to Australia and it's like he didn't miss a beat when it came to provision in that way, even though I had given up that shift. Mm -hmm. Um, There were just so many ways that you could see his hand on me Mm -hmm. in that season. And I got to learn so much more about him, be surrounded by people who love and know him. And then, um, was kind of prepared to walk into a season of traveling during mm-hmm. that time where he had continued to provide in the different friendships and things as well. Um, but then I took another little, like, I guess it's not, it wasn't a break by any means, but it was mm-hmm. again, like a little bit of a distraction um, and season of a couple of years. I moved down to Nicaragua and started a cafe, which was amazing, but there wasn't any sort of community down there, which I found is really, really pivotal, um, especially in my walk, because I'm just such a relational person, um, Mm -hmm. which I feel like you can definitely relate to that. Mm -hmm. And it, it was definitely, it was an incredible season and God totally used that season and is still using it. But in regards to growing with him, there was a lot of just like plateau, right? Mm -hmm. Um, same kind of thing. I kind of went back to the old ways of, of one foot in one foot out. And then there was this moment And it was like August 2019, I believe. And I came back to the States to visit and then went back to Nicaragua. And it was like, I just wanted to read my Bible. I don't know Mm -hmm. where it came from. Well, I do. It came from God. Mm -hmm. He was just pulling me back to him. And um, I could have, I felt like I could have gone weeks without eating or drinking. It was like, that was my food. I just started Mm -hmm. reading the Bible and he brought it completely to life for me Mm -hmm. for one of the first times. Um, I remember reading, I think it was, I think it's an Acts where Stephen gives this speech before um, he's martyred. And it literally came to life to me. I was reading it out loud in my bedroom, like, oh my gosh, like, look at him go. Like, it was like this whole, just like, it was amazing. I mean, it was Mm -hmm. really amazing. It was like reading a play or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And that whole season, from August until I ended up leaving the following summer and moving here. Um, God was just like preparing me for what Mm -hmm. he had here and Mm -hmm. just allowed me to like soak up the word. I was praying for just even one friend to come um, that knows the Lord down there. And he provided this woman in a short season of time who just poured into me Mm -hmm. Um, just over and over. You're seeing his provision and, then I moved to 30A and it was like, God did not miss a beat. Mm-hmm. Things that he was doing in me in Australia and teaching me in um, Byron Bay with the YWAM group there. When I look back on that season, it's mm-hmm. like he went from that season to show, start beginning to show me more of himself to just like, boom, as soon as he plopped me in 30A, it was like, here's your business, start doing that. Here are Mm. these people around you. Here's some mentors. Like he is just connecting the dots all over. And yeah, it's been, I've been here for two years now and it's been two years of so much accelerated growth with God and Mm. 
he's finally, I've, I've never really known. I'm like, all right, God, what are you doing with this? How can I, I just want to go out and tell people about God and like create mm-hmm. spaces and all of that. Um, and he's starting to show me how to move in those ways and asking me for obedience in those ways. And it's really exciting. So it's been, it's been a journey. It has not mm. been a straight line by any means, like many people. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've, I've veered off here and there and none of it's wrong, but mm-hmm. he's always just really, really kindly just brought me back to himself. Like, Hey, that's not exactly it. We're just going to, we're just going to take a right here and I'm wow. going to bring you right back to where I have you. And you know, things that take a long time can take a really short time with God. And I feel like yeah. that's what's happened this last year and a half, two years of being here. It's like, he's like, well, th- there were, you know, a couple years in there that I would have liked to use more. Mm-hmm. But since we didn't, we're just going to like accelerate the season because I've got something for you. Yeah. And it's so very, cool. very cool. That is so yeah. cool. I have so many questions. I'm sure everyone <laughs> listening is like, I got a bajillion questions because it's just such a cool story. And it's so cool to hear how God has just been working through your life and just really like chased after you. And I think sometimes like some people might be listening to this and they're like, I don't feel like God is like chasing after me. A lot of times, like what Carly is saying, like whenever God is like chasing after her, like sometimes it's like like, these little tugs that like we're obedient to, you know, like you were obedient Mm -hmm. to like giving up the happy hour shift when you were trying to save money to Australia because you had like this little tug of, I don't know if this is really where I'm supposed to be. For you, like how did you got that little tug? Like how did you like know to be obedient to it? I think for me, I was just in a place of being ready to choose. I was feeling pulled yeah. in both directions and mm-hmm. I saw the fruit of being pulled in or of being around people that were fully enveloped and fully focused on God and walking out his word. Cool. And I saw you know, the fun in a lot mm-hmm. of the other things I was dabbling in and playing mm-hmm. around in and going out and all of that. Uh-huh. Um, and I had this big, again, so relational. I had this fear that like, oh, I'm going to lose all these friendships that I've built if I'm not around all the time. Uh-huh. And what I actually found from trusting God, and I was, it was just like a something had to give thing. And that was what I felt it was. And it was like, are you going to trust me? And mm-hmm. I was like, uh, Okay, yeah, let's do it. And so I trusted God with that. And he, again, provided in that way. I felt like he was asking me to step in obedience. I could be reminded of that. And then two, none of those relationships went away. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually remember a very um, particular conversation where I went back into the bar and I I wasn't really, again, not really drinking on shift, Mm -hmm. not, you know, going out as much. Mm -hmm. And my friend said something to me when I, when we were working a slower night run night one night and, um, he was, he was just like, he noticed that. And I was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, I've just kind of decided this year that I want, I I don't want to be a part of that. That that doesn't really fulfill me. The conversations I have when I'm out the this, the that, whatever it was Mm -hmm. is not what I really truly enjoy. I don't love the decisions that I'm making. I don't love the way I feel Mm X, Y, Z, um, very, very practical things. Yeah. And he looked at me and he was like, wow, that is so cool. Like, I wish I could do that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you totally can, you know, he didn't yeah. have as much of a reason, I guess, um, in that season for himself. But he, he was just like, wow, I wish I could do that. And, and what I found from those relationships was mm-hmm. one, so much respect for, for choosing what I actually felt was in alignment for me, which was yeah. God. And then two, 
those relationships, the the ones that I was closest with, they did not go away. They flourished in a totally different way because we weren't hanging out yeah. in those scenarios anymore. We were now being intentional and hanging out before people would go out or mm-hmm. we'd go to dinner or whatever it might be. And then I was so reminded in a lot of scenarios where that came in handy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was just this really beautiful way that God works of like, I don't have to now like completely isolate myself from those people. I have to choose so good. the the scenarios and the, you know, and the places that I'm going to then hang out with those people. Yeah, that is yeah. incredible. I think I love so much that you said that <laughs> it's a choice, like just kind of reemphasizing the point. It's like God is tugging on your heart in like some mm-hmm. way or another. And it's like, it's a choice whether or not to like listen to that. Like it was your choice to say like, you know, I just don't feel my best whenever I'm like going out drinking, whatever it is, you know? And I know that like, that was what Chance and I kind of at the end of the day, kind of a, our story too is our sophomore year, we kind of came to this point where we were like, I don't like the choices that I'm making, like, I'm not okay with, you know, the choices that I'm making, like I'm realizing. And I remember one of my friends and she told me and she was like, well, she was trying to comfort me after I was really upset about some choices I had made drink. She was like, well, like, it's okay. Like everybody does it. And this is, this is normal. And I was like, then I don't want to be like everyone. I realized that like I had a choice, you know? And so I just love that you said that. And like all my friends, obviously, and like Chance's friends, we had made like somewhat during like that phase in our life, you know, where we're making those bad decisions. And, um, and I think that what was so cool too, that we found is like a lot of my friends, it's not like I just like completely wrote them off, you know, like, it's not like they just were completely gone from our lives. Like whatever they would ask, like, why aren't you doing that? It's like, we just told them, "Ah, I just don't really feel like doing that anymore. Like, I'll go out to dinner with you. I'll do this. I'll do that. But like, that's just not really what I want to do anymore. And it was so cool because like and one of his friends specifically, it was like one of his best friends, like really respected that. And it's cool because that was his sophomore year. And now we're um, a year out of or basically a year out of college. And it's so cool because it wasn't like anything in that friend's life had changed. But he, it was so cool for him to kind of like see that and chance. And like now it's really beautiful because we actually like get to watch him. Like he's getting like curious about God and his relationship with Jesus and like asking chance questions. And it's just so neat. Like it's not going to be like an immediate thing with your friends um, because it wasn't necessarily like an immediate thing with you, you know, Yeah. like it took you making that choice. So I think that's a lot of people have questions about like how to kind of um, like still be friends with people who maybe aren't walking the same path as you. And like, you did mention a lot about community Um, and like, how did you kind of like find community that would pour into you and like also still be with your friends that you loved that maybe weren't living the same lifestyle as you? Yeah. Um, one thing before we go there, I yeah. was reminded something earlier you were just saying of like, it's just a choice. It's just a feeling. We were just having a conversation the other day mm-hmm. after um, this Wednesday night event that we did. And the woman that I was speaking to just, it was the most practical thing in the world. And it's like this something that we know, but you don't always walk in and we like to overthink it. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, she asked me, you know, would, would doing this monthly, like, feel good? Does that feel right? And I was like, I don't know. I think I'd really just have to pray about it. And she was like, there's, you might need to pray about it. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. But you have already sat with it and you have, you have already talked to God about it. She was like, so the first gut feeling that like initial intuition that you just felt of like, mm, that feels good or that, that doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. Is probably the Holy Spirit speaking, like speaking. Yeah, like, we overcomplicate so it all the time. So it's like, for me, even going back to that happy hour, it was like, I knew in my quiet time, that was something God was asking of me. Mm-hmm. And I could explain it away all day long. I could mm-hmm. overcomplicate it and be like, oh, well, maybe it should be this or that or whatever. But like, no, that was the one thing he asked of me. And when I thought about it, the peace came 
Mm -hmm. the peace, a little bit of, you know, I had to trust God in that, but there was peace in walking in God's way Mm -hmm. and there wasn't as much in walking the other way. Yeah. There's a a quote by Craig Rochelle that I have just harped on this whole last year, but Mm -hmm. he says the difference between the values that you hold and the life that you live is the pain that you experience. Mm -hmm. And that is what you're explaining or what I was thinking of when you're explaining the things um, with you and chance and y'all deciding that sophomore year and the conversation you had with your friend of, well, if every, if it's just like this, then I don't want to live like this, you know, Mm -hmm. because the morals, the values, like the values that you have in God, the relationship that you have in God versus the way that you were living was creating this pain in your life because that deep, that deep value, that deep relationship was there. And it's, it wasn't of God. The things you were walking in weren't of God, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so good. Okay. So what was good. the question? No, you're good. I'm actually going to, so, well, I first want to get you to answer this one and then you got made me think of another one, but um, you talked about like the importance of community and having oh, yeah. friends and people that poured into you and how do you kind of balance that with also being with people that maybe weren't necessarily people who are like follow the Lord and all of that. Yeah. I mean, not a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was in college. I'm, I'm much, much mm-hmm. better at it now. I have mm-hmm. so much more self-control. Yeah. Um, but I would just say, I mean, I, I spent time during the day and small groups, all of that filling mm-hmm. up with people, filling up with God in that way. And like choosing to spend majority of my time with the community that's going to build me up in that way. And even yeah. now, um, even now I would say, I mean, I have friends all over the place. I'm not just friends with Christians. I don't think Mm -hmm. we're ever supposed to be that way. Um, We'll never, you know, continue to learn, but Mm -hmm. even here I have, and God is so kind to give me, Mm -hmm. this is something I was praying. I've prayed for for so long, but just like this core group of friends and we hang out every Sunday night, Mm -hmm. we fellowship together, we break bread together. And by that, I just mean we eat together and (laughs) we have fun and we, tell dumb jokes and <laughs> we you know build each other up and pray uh-huh. for each other and we start the week every week that we can together and just even that is like just this beautiful picture of Jesus and yeah. this beautiful picture of how he lived and how he wants us to live mm-hmm. and so even simplifying community down to just like spending time being very intentional with your so friends good. um and then and then yeah I can go you know, have dinner with a, a bunch of people who don't know God, yeah. you know, whenever, or I could, I can even, you know, go to our local Chiringos and like, yeah. drink water and hang out with people a little bit. I don't necessarily always re- recommend that for everyone, mm-hmm. but I'm at a place in my life where I can do that up until yeah. a certain time. And then at that point I leave because you're not talking to people about Jesus at midnight in the bar. Yeah. You are, you know, uh-huh. like you can, you can save that conversation for another time. I've definitely had to learn that as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's a balance, but it's, it's knowing your core, core people being really honest, really vulnerable with those people and letting mm-hmm. them speak into your life. And then allowing that and your relationship with God to flow over into the other relationships is so how I good. found it. That's so good. And I love how you said like on Sunday, like you carve out that time. And I think so many people, it's like, I don't know like how to do community. Like I don't know how to have, and it's like for something that I've learned, it's like community isn't just like getting coffee with somebody. Yeah. Like community is like actually, and that's something that I've like really been like convicted of in my own life and like realizing is like, I don't want to be someone who like I, people, I just get coffee with them. And like, that's my community. Like 
community is someone like who you like do life with. Like on Sunday nights, you eat, you have fun, you talk about the things of your life, like the person that you call, like, it's not just like a coffee date. And I think sometimes it's really easy to kind of just like, we're like, well, why don't I feel community? Like, why don't I feel like I'm connected or like I'm learning or like I'm growing? It's like, cause you've limited community to coffee, you know, like it's like community can be like uh, something that um, I don't know if I already talked about this, but like inviting your friend to like come grocery shop with you, you know, like if y'all both need to grocery shop, like be like, Oh, do you both want to go Monday morning? You know, or um, just going over to their house for dinner or helping them make dinner. I just think that that's such a beautiful um, picture of like, we're supposed to be doing communities, like living life together. And it's so easy to like, just kind of want to limit that and not want to show people like your real life, like maybe show people like the dinner you're making or whatever. It's like the funny things, but like, invite them into that you know um and it's that's like what's gonna like really build um also your relationship with God I think it's just a beautiful thing and so um you kind of mentioned how when you were I think it was when you're in Nicaragua is that right that you kind of had like a time where maybe like there wasn't really the best community um is that right am I saying that right yeah yeah just I had incredible friends just not any yeah yeah Yeah. and so kind of my question with you for that it's you kind of talked about how like you kind of felt like a little unmotivated and God kind of like whispered back to you and like kind of brought you back in um so for some people that are like feeling unmotivated like what was like what is the best way to kind of like get back into being motivated about your faith um in that way yeah I mean he really was just like it was just like this hunger. I can't really describe it in that yeah. specific time. Mm-hmm. But I'll say there's been plenty of other times where it's like, I'll spend, you know, three hours in the morning, like <laughs> worshiping in my living room and then the next week not open my Bible. And so I think it's just, it really is always just this dance with God, but mm-hmm. honestly, it's just starting and it's, yeah. and it's just inviting him in and saying like, Hey God, I'm not like being honest. Like God wants, he already knows all these things. So, and it's so funny because you hear this over and over again, but it's true. Like we still somehow try to like hide these things from God or just like brush them off. And it's like, no, he just wants us to bring them to him. And there's nothing more that he, than he wants than to be in communion with us. So if he's already desiring that and we know like deeply we desire that, but maybe we don't feel it as much or want to make time for it or whatever, we can just ask God (laughs) and he will give us those desires. Like it's as simple as asking and saying, Hey, like, I love you. I'm feeling so unmotivated for this and this and this or whatever it might be. And like opening, opening the word of God and letting it speak to you and like just being consistent in that, whether it's giving you all those feelings in the morning or whatever, Mm -hmm. and you're getting all this revelation from God or not, because the the consistency of Mm -hmm. getting into scripture Mm -hmm. and opening the Bible and praying with God and asking God into your life is that. those things compound on one another Mm -hmm. right they don't just like it's not like a one and done and then it's like you have to fill up every single day or else there's nothing there like they continue to compound as we're consistent and so if you're not feeling um Mm -hmm. inspired to spend time with god Mm -hmm. i I just start by opening my bible and like honestly opening a journal Mm -hmm. and starting to write Mm -hmm. and even if you're not a big journaler like just start with gratitude you know for the day Mm-hmm. And then you'll, you'll start to see that it will mm-hmm. get easier and easier to write. And you'll start to see that God is going to start really speaking to you yeah. in that journal time as yeah. well as you reflect. And then also just getting in nature. Mm-hmm. I love like going out into nature, praying, like mm-hmm. putting myself in front of something that I can be in awe of just 
getting outside of yourself, mm-hmm. you know, basically. Yeah. it's so good. I love that. And so a lot of people are kind of like maybe feeling motivated and they're excited or maybe they're unmotivated, just like in general, like how did you kind of start studying the Bible? Uh, that was a one question that we got so much is like, how do you start studying the Bible? Like how obviously the Bible has all these beautiful stories that are true and like, how do you go through them and just learn from them? Like what, how did you kind of start? Um, do you have any advice for someone starting? Yeah. Um, I mean, I am no Bible scholar by any means. <laughs> Me either. Like, I'm not the person that's going to just quote scripture to you left and right uh-huh. and have all the things memorized. Um, <laughs> Me either. I wish I, I, I wish I could. <laughs> I know. Maybe one day. I'm learning. Um, I'm trying. I know. Exactly. And, and honestly, like, God's given me so many people in my life that are so much wiser than me, so much just smarter and intelligent Mm -hmm. than I am that can just like breathe his word to me. Like they, they will, you know, tell me about what they're reading or explain certain things to me or when I don't, you know, when I get caught up on certain things, like I can call them and they can, they can unpack um, some of those scriptures and verses or, chapters especially some old testament stuff to me um Mm. but honestly like when I first really I would say like really started studying the bible for myself like I've always just you know opened scripture and read and all of that Mm -hmm. but when I go back to that specific time in Nicaragua where I really it was just like I could read scripture all day and not do anything else Mm -hmm. um it was literally, again, like as simple as opening the Bible and I was just reading through Acts and like allowing it to come alive for me, like recognizing mm-hmm. that the Bible is written for us. Yes, but it's written for a specific time and community as well. Mm-hmm. And being able to kind of get yourself in that mindset as you read, it's like there are some things with like Paul and whatever that are like more edifying the church, mm-hmm. but the Bible itself is telling us about God. And Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so when you start reading the Bible in a way of like, I'm just, I just want to know you better, God. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to know you. Um, you can start to, like, I just read it as, you know, acts as mm-hmm. a storyline. And I got to see God and his heart and the Holy Spirit. And I saw, I read Deuteronomy. It's like one of those books. It's like the people are constantly choosing idols. And then God's like, I really wish you'd come back. And uh-huh. they'll go, they'll come back or they won't come back. And then he's like, well, Mm -hmm. now I have to pour my wrath out. And like, so it's just this thing, but you start to see Mm -hmm. as you read through Deuteronomy, just in a really simple way. And you allow God to speak to you and to give you revelation in that. And like, ask God to tell you more about himself and that he will speak. Like he wrecked me with Deuteronomy. And that's like, you know, I tell people that and they're like, oh, that's interesting. It really is. It's it's living, it's breathing, it's all those things. And when you start reading it from a lens of what is God trying to tell me about himself? How can I get to know him more? How You know, mm-hmm. that kind of lens versus like, okay, what can I get out of this? Lens? Yeah. That's, that's where the biggest shift came to me. I would say I said that in a very roundabout way, but here we are. No, yeah, no, that's the best. I think that's the best advice when reading the Bible. I feel like we attach it so much to feeling, you know, and it's like, imagine if like, I'm in relationship with chance, obviously. And it's like, imagine if I'm just going to him and going to him, and I'm just like trying to feel something, you know, it's like, I'm not like getting and then I'm like, well, why don't I love chance? You know, like, why don't I love him? And it's like, because I've just been looking for like, for feeling, you know, like, I haven't been like, looking to actually get to know him and like, 
see who he is and like fall in love with him. And I think that at the end of the day, like a relationship with God is like, you literally fall in love with God and it's the most beautiful. And that's something that like, I like really, I always saw people that were in love with God and I was like, that's so cool. Like I wish I could have that. And so something like, I really like, I started praying for, like, I literally was like, God, like help me just like fall in love with you. And like, that's where I kind of started realizing um, that I was going to the Bible more for like a feeling rather than like getting mm-hmm. to know him. Um, and that's where like these like revelations or the things that I'm telling you now came from was literally from a time of like praying, like, God, like help me fall in love with you. Like, I want to be in love with you. Like I, like, I want to know you. And that's a prayer that like I'll continue to pray. And um, so kind of on the topic of prayer for, uh, we had so many, this is another, like one of those huge ones about like praying okay. and like, how do you pray? And so basically like, just how do you pray? How do you get closer to God in prayer? So I, I don't have like one of those, um, you know, specific acronyms or anything that yes. I go by. I think they're so amazing. Uh-huh. Our friend AV does an incredible job with <laughs> keeping those front of mind. I wish I could remember it the way that she does. Um, oh, and that's I love great. it so much. But um, for me, honestly, when I get into prayer, I, mm-hmm. I really, I mean, just exactly what you were saying, like I come to God, I praise him for who he is, for mm-hmm. what he's done. Um, for Jesus for I mean you could literally go on and on mm-hmm. speaking the praises of God like the angels you know sing his praises every day all day for eternity like we can mm-hmm. come up with a few things you know yeah um, but truly like when you start when you start prayer in that way of just like hey like I am like humble coming mm-hmm. before the God of the universe like think about what that actually means you know yeah like the fact that we get to do that there the people in the Old Testament were afraid to do that. They, you know, they saw the cloud or went to the mountain and saw the cloud of God's presence and were like, all right, like that was cool. Moses, I'm going to let you do that from here on out. Like that was intense. And like we get to have his spirit living inside of us. We get to have them close to us. We get to know him through, you know, the God of the Old Testament, the God of the New Testament, Jesus, like the Holy Spirit. Like we have all of it mm-hmm. as um, just tools to use, which is something that I really have learned a lot more this last year of like really what all of it means together. Like it's all one, you know, God is one, but at the same time, like he reveals himself to us in different ways with each, Mm -hmm. um, I guess person. Um, and so I feel like just when I pray, it's like coming to God with gratitude and praise and then, talking to him like I would talk to a friend to be honest just like Mm -hmm. so casual and and just as you as I found like I found when I come to him in praise and admiration Mm -hmm. it changes whatever I thought I was about to pray about it Mm -hmm. changes that (laughs) because I'm no longer self-obsessed I'm no longer thinking of myself and all my problems and this and that. Yes, we, we want to bring our, our problems and things to God. He cares about every single thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, those things become smaller and smaller as you're yeah. looking at a greater God. You yeah. Know? Yes. Um, and so, and I found that God 100% speaks into our lives in so many ways, you know, mm-hmm. through prayer as well, through giving us peace in that and just offering his presence when we're praying. 
And you say that like God speaks and like, how do you know he's speaking to you? That's probably like number one, ding, 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 top question of like, how do you know when God is speaking to you? Like, how do you like discern that voice? This is like a a hard question. So I'm just curious and I might not have (laughs) all the answers. Um, But I think this is something that maybe you could speak to because I do think you do a good job of discerning like what is the Lord, like what's your own voice. Um, And we've talked about that before. Yeah, I again, have incredibly wise people that God has put around me, like mm-hmm. much older than me, mm-hmm. two to three years older than me, but like far wiser in that sense. And just have been walking with God in this mm-hmm. place of obedience much longer than I have. Mm-hmm. And so he's honestly used those people in my life so much this last year yeah. to show me how he speaks. Like one, he speaks through them. So by them discerning his Holy spirit, mm-hmm. they then speak to me. And I've had mm-hmm. countless times where, you know, one of my mentors will call me and they'll be like, yeah, I just want to, you know, remind you of this, like yeah, nothing else attached to it. And then I go into a meeting and that person says the same thing or yeah. whatever. It's so applicable. You know, it's like, it's just the Holy spirit saying, Hey, like, I, I want to make sure that you hear me in this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so asking God to bring people around you like that has been key in my life for understanding what it means to hear God. And then honestly praying hey god mm-hmm. like i want to hear you i want to know that it's your voice i want to know that i know that i know that mm-hmm. it's you and not question it and um i started praying a prayer a friend told me about a year and a half ago mm-hmm. i was just like hey god i want to know you i want to know your voice like please teach me the difference in your voice in mm-hmm. my voice and in the devil's voice like mm-hmm. show me the difference. And when you start to know the difference, the more that you read scripture, you see how God speaks, you see his heart and things. Good. Um, and then from there, it really does help you discern like God is only encouraging. Yeah. He's not going to discourage you. He's not going to shame you. Conviction does not mean that you carry all the shame. Convic- conviction means that like you hear from, you hear God and he's mm-hmm. like, Ooh, that didn't, that wasn't right. That wasn't of me. You're yeah. feeling like the the fact that it was, it's not of God. Wow. And he's just asking That's you to awesome. turn away from it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so conviction, when people say that they they'll sit in it and they'll sit in the shame and like mm-hmm. talk down to themselves. And, and that is just, that is just not God. Like if anybody's mm-hmm. sitting in that right now, let mm-hmm. me tell you, let me be the first, like, that isn't God. That's not how he speaks. Yeah. He is only encouraging when he mm-hmm. speaks to you. He wants to bring you in. He loves you. He cares about you. And so his voice is like that. It's, it's kind. And I mean, I've had, so one, um, people, he mm-hmm. speaks to me through people. He speaks to me, um, through journaling mm-hmm. a lot. I'll just, again, like as you, pray that prayer as you ask God to speak to you in that way he one he will Mm -hmm. like that's where faith comes in trust and know that he will show up in that way yeah and so when you start to hear it you don't have to question is that God it's like no it is God and you can Mm -hmm. check scripture you can ask your people all of that for affirmation for confirmation in that apart from that like just know that it is God if it's Mm -hmm. not going against scripture if it's kind if it's you know good if it's Mm -hmm. all the things of the spirit that's God. Yeah. And it's just super practical. Again, like that feeling of peace, like mm-hmm. moving towards peace. That's a really amazing way to know that you're walking with God. Yeah. Um, so mentorship, prayer, peace, um, mm-hmm. journaling. Yeah. I found that there'll be times where I just feel like this thought is almost like kind of like an 
it's almost like an interruption, but a kind interruption Mm -hmm. um, where God will just speak. Mm -hmm. I've had a few times this last year where I've been journaling. This is new to me, but I've been Mm -hmm. journaling and it'll be just like, it'll just totally switch. It'll be like from just straight from God, like not my voice, not my anything. And it's just like this, like download from God. So through that, um, through I mean, just spending time in nature again. I mean, the list goes on and on. I feel like God speaks to us in so many ways. He shows us miracles, signs, wonders, whatever. But he also speaks in, there was one other way and it keeps like coming to me and leaving me. So maybe if I I think of it again later. Yeah, so you know it later. And the thing is about peace and it's like a peace that surpasses like all understanding. Like that is literally in the Bible. And that's something that like, for me, when I was breaking up with my ex-boyfriend, it's like I had this tug of my heart, like that the, the things weren't right, you know, and mm-hmm. kind of like what Carly talked about earlier. And then like, it's like, I had the peace that I knew I need to break up with him. Like nothing else made sense. Like when I thought about all the other things, like a definite like fear would come in, all this everything would come in. But like, I had a peace about like mm-hmm. breaking up with him. And it was like, it just surpassed like all understanding, like all those other things, like all those other fears, like it was totally like yes if I like dwelt in them like would they start to have power yes but it's like I knew like I was like but I have peace about this like it's so weird like it doesn't make sense but I do have peace about it and I just think that that's what you said was so beautiful and something that like you really do as a father like how Carly said she was just like so hungry for God um Christine Kane at Passion did this incredible message about it's just like totally about script it's totally about scripture it's just about um Moses and how the whole story it's beautiful and if you are just somebody who's like I like want to linger in the presence like I want to I want just to have that like the way she tells the story is so much more beautiful than any way I could reiterate (laughs) so I'm not even gonna try um but I just want to give you all that resource too and has that idea that that thought come back to you if not I have another question oh another way this is something we've talked about before Uh actually the first small group was asking God to speak into your life through the day Uh and so this is something that I found is a really cool tool you guys Uh should all try it and see what God does because I bet he will surprise you Mm -hmm. and I'll just wake up sometimes and sit with God and say okay God like let me see people the way you see them today um usually I'll have like a lot of errands or something let me see them the way that you see them today and like you know, speak to me today. Like, tell me, let me move the way that you want me to move today. Like just be with me all day long, like focus on his presence all day. And in some of those days where I've asked God to do that, he will, you know, I mean, just little things will pop into my head. It'll be just like obedience with finances, buying somebody coffee, um, going up and speaking to someone like he'll have like a word Mm -hmm. for someone through me that just by being obedient and, and saying it to whoever it is in the coffee line or whatever, they're like, huh, how'd you know that? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's just, and it's crazy because you think you're crazy when you hear these things and yeah. you sound and you or not sound, you feel even crazier when you act on them. Mm-hmm. But when God speaks and uses you to speak to someone, yeah. it doesn't have to, again, don't make it weird. It's not yeah. weird. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, but when God uses you to speak to someone in that way and they're mm-hmm. like, huh, I've never met you from anything. And you just like told me exactly what I was praying for this yeah. morning. Like you mm-hmm. spoke exactly into this. You'll start to see like, you'll start to one, recognize God's voice. Cause it's just these little baby, baby promptings throughout yeah. the day. Mm-hmm. And they're really quiet mm-hmm. until you start to utilize them like a, 
like you would use like a muscle or something like they're really quiet. And then you start to recognize them more and more That's and good. you get more comfortable with it. And then, and then God's using you all the time because he's given you these little acts of obedience. And it's like, okay, is she going to do this? Is she yeah. going to do this? Like, will you actually, mm-hmm. you know, will you step out and do it? Do you trust me? And then the more so you show good. him that he trusts, that you trust him, mm-hmm. he starts to bring more into your life in that way. Cause he's like, Oh, I can like, she's gonna let me just use her. Like she is yeah. a vessel. So like, she's going to listen, she's going to obey. And I want to tell this person this, I'm going to tell that girl. So that way she can go over and tell that. And so like, yeah. you get to partner with God in this really beautiful way uh-huh. that I, I just feel like a lot of people are missing. I was missing for yeah. so long, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just this really cool way to like walk around with God. And it, it helps you really trust him more. I find too, like trust mm-hmm. his voice, trust his intentions, trust yeah. everything about him. Cause at the end of the day, it's a relationship. Yeah. So the more you know about him from his word, the more you know about him from interacting with him, trusting him and stepping yeah. into obedience, the more that you build that relationship. And then it's like, you know, that, you know, that, you know, that's so good. And it's so <laughs> cool too, because I think that like, in moments, like I really, you're really somebody who encouraged me to like start actually living my life in the terms of like, Holy Spirit, what do you want to do today? You know, like mm-hmm. what, like what, who do you want me to talk to? Like open my eyes. Like are, if there's a person or if there's somebody that you want me to text or call or like whatever it is, God, like, would you just please just start like, just like having my life, you know, and like listening yeah. to those. And there's been times where like, like just the most wild moments and people are like, you don't know how much I meant I needed that, you know? And then sometimes it's like, Oh, that's nice. Thank you. You know? Yeah. And then yeah. it's like, and it's like, it might not have been. And I think that's something that like, like a lot of our fear is like, well, what if they just don't? And it's like, it's okay. Because even mm-hmm. if you're the moment and it's like, it's not like, Oh my gosh, like this is like from the Lord, like from the other person. It's like, you don't know how, like maybe they needed that like a month from now. And, yeah. like, they rely – like, they literally think back to a conversation of, like, God, like, chasing them. Mm-hmm. I think that, like, you just – you never know God – the story that God's, like, trying to write. You never know how he's going to use it. But, like, all you can do is be obedient to those little things, like, to using that muscle so it's stronger and stronger, you know? Um, yeah. And, like, and, like, the more that you use it, too, like, yeah. God is always multitasking. That's another thing that I've so learned. True. Like, he is always multitasking. So as much as that could be for this person, like you, uh-huh. you know, it's going to be for them in some way, form or fashion. That was also for you. That's you stepping out. That's you trusting God. Yeah. That's you growing your relationship with God. And mm-hmm. again, like exercising that muscle. So yeah, it's not like, it's about both. It's, and mm-hmm. it's like this really beautiful thing because it speaks to your heart, right? Like yeah. a lot of us, a lot of your listeners, like you, we want to be used by God. Like we mm-hmm. want to be used in big ways, you know, mm-hmm. but God's big ways are different than our big ways. And so those little things could be the most impactful thing for someone and literally oh, lead good. them to God later on. Mm-hmm. And like, just by you being obedient in that one little simple step when you're getting coffee or whatever it might be, you know? Yeah. So that is awesome. At the college library. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> God, wow. That is just so cool. I get so hyped about that because I think that so many people like, want to know like what purpose does God have for my life like we want to know obviously we say it all the time but it's like we want to know the big picture and it's like start using the little muscle you know and like yeah. let him like just like direct that story and do that and I think that's like the most like that's honestly like the greatest tip for like if for people who are like trying to find their purpose in life or just whatever it is it's like just like that is your purpose you know to like start with those little things and like he'll cre- like he'll show you like the maybe like the greater mission on your life or the calling or whatever it is but like that is ultimately like the purpose is to like love God, love people, you know, 
And so like, just kind of like not the best thing that I feel like the theme of like, just even in this whole conversation is just like not overcomplicating faith, you know, like Mm -hmm. when we talk about like how to pray, you're like, well, like I talked to him, you know, and it's like, it's so (laughs) cool because it's like, I've seen you have such a genuine relationship with God and it's because you're not overconfident. It's because you're like, you're being genuine Carly with God. And I just hope that that speaks into the people that are listening to this like right now that like you can be your genuine self with God. Like God wants that. Like that's all that God wants. Like you can be all of the different ways that you are. Like God created you and he knows you feel like that. And like the most beautiful freeing thing is whenever you actually allow him to like see those things and talk to him about those things. And um, I just love that you, that all of that, that you've been saying, I just kind of want to give you for this last thing, for this last word, um, kind of what is your best piece of advice for someone in a relationship with God or like whatever, is there anything that's on your heart to say, you could say that, but just kind of like, what is the best thing um, and kind of to help people in their relationship with God, getting closer to him? Yeah. One thing that came up and it's, again, I don't know, where this Mm -hmm. came from but it's really good and it's really fun and it makes life really fun with God Mm -hmm. is recognizing him in the small things so it took me back to this time when we were in New Zealand and we were car camping and it was this you know (laughs) really crazy experience (laughs) and um we we were on the south island we were going to go kayaking right and I'm like praying to God the night before like journaling and just praying like it's supposed to rain all day. Right. So I'm just uh-huh. like praying, like, please God, like, you know, let us, you know, be able to do the kayaking tour tomorrow. Like, I just want to see your glory. Right. Like mm-hmm. the, the heart of it was in a place of seeing God. And mm-hmm. like, of course, like I want to experience that, but being able to see God and be with God and all of that, like should kind of fill you up and excite you. Like just because mm-hmm. it excites you doesn't mean it's not from God, you know? Yeah. And, and so praying for that it's like raining the whole drive there right it's raining the whole time Mm -hmm. we're getting ready for the kayaks we're still gonna go right but it's like raining and it's so cold and uncomfortable and then I kid you not we go to put the kayaks in the water the rain clears rainbows come out this is in wow uh, I think it's called Milford Sound New Zealand so like if you look this up online you're like wow it's already a dream now add Mm -hmm. rainbows and a clear sky (sighs) and like tons of waterfalls because of the amount of rain Uh that's been happening and it literally feels like you're in heaven Uh it was insane and so just being able to recognize that that is god like that's god in that that's god like speaking in that way and just saying like yeah look at my glory like look at how much i love you look at like how amazing i am basically yeah um and then and then you know a couple days later our luggage had gotten lost for almost two weeks at this point and we're wearing the same thing every day and we're in this airport and um, these girls come in that we meet, you know, at this restaurant the day before they're like, had been partying all night. Right. So they're a little <laughs> bit of a mess mm-hmm. and they come in and their, their luggage is over, um, overweight. And we had just been standing there for you know 30 minutes trying to figure this out. It's stressful. I just walked away, just walked away and asked God like, okay, God, like, please, like, you know, I was getting frustrated. I was like, don't, you know, calm me down, like change my demeanor, basically. Like, mm-hmm this is not, you know, of you and came back thinking like, Oh, I'm just going to have the sense of peace to then talk to people like, okay. Um, and I came back, I'm still frustrated. These girls walk in, they're like a mess. Their luggage is overweight. They're putting on the thing. They're like mm-hmm. unpacking it. They're giving us all this stuff. Cause they're like, 
well, like, I can't take this. I can't take this. Y'all want some perfume? Do you want this? Do you want that? Like, all, just the most random thing ever. And then, you know, they go and board their flight. We still don't have our luggage. We leave, but we leave, like, laughing our butts off with a smile on our face, not caring anymore. Because, yeah. because it was just, like, this crazy, funny experience. But, like, that, I, I truly believe that was God answering us. Like, Jesus, yeah. has, a, Jesus has a humor. God has yeah. a sense of humor. Awesome. And he will speak to us in those ways. Like, he is funny. When you there's this book actually I'm I'm really want to read but it's mm-hmm. um, I can't remember the name of it I'll send it to you but it's mm-hmm. literally just about how Jesus has a, a really incredible sense of humor but it just gets lost in the text and translation wow and so, so you cool. get to go back and see like you know That's some so... of the ways that he tells stories and things mm-hmm. it's like he's kind of just like poking fun and like being silly and like mm-hmm. it's just this whole thing of like. Jesus was like a really amazing, fun guy to hang out with. Like he yeah. wasn't just like solemn, like mm-hmm. walking the earth, you know, whatever. Kind no. of he's like fun and happy and joyous, and that's how we're <laughs> supposed to be, and that's how we're supposed to see him. So mm-hmm. when it comes to what was your final question, like just your advice, yeah, closer, mm-hmm. yeah, it's. I would just say like recognize God for who He is. Like wow, that's so, recognize, so you know, beautiful. Uh, so mm-hmm. beautiful. <laughs> um, but seriously, recognize God for who he is. Like he is fun. There's you look around at the people around you. Like we're created in God's image. Like what mm-hmm. do they carry? You know, like yeah. you can see all of those characteristics mm-hmm. in God and like mm-hmm. you can find them in the Bible. You can find them in the God of the old Testament. You can find them in the, in Jesus. You can find them in the Holy spirit. Like he's, he's really just wants to be a part of our lives. And so the more that we invite him into our lives, the, the more excited he is, the more that that fills us up, you know? Yeah. Um, the more that we ask to see him and we're obedient and the little things here and there to see him, yeah. the more we get to see him, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's like, I didn't have to give God, you know, the glory for these girls coming in and yeah. bring us with perfume, but I chose to. And because I chose yeah. to, I continue to get to see God in that way throughout yeah. our whole trip, throughout my travels, you know? There just aren't coincidences in my mind. I'm like, it's either from God or not from God. And those are from God. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's just like, don't overcomplicate it. Just, uh-huh. just go hang out with God and, yeah. you know, ask him to be in your life and ask to know more about him and build a relationship with him. Like you would, like I would with you. you yeah. Know? What a beautiful note to end on that <laughs> getting closer with God, not only is it not that complicated, but it is also fun. Like yes. hanging out with God is so fun. And I love that. That is the kind of like the ending of this, because I think that when people hear about like getting closer with God, praying all this, they're like, oh my gosh, like this does not sound fun. And it is yeah. me- and like, it's honestly, that's like on us because we don't like express it to people in the way of like, no, it actually is so fun. Like it really is so joyful. I've had the best time of my life with God. Like those are the best times of my college experience of my marriage of like my friendships are like literally the times that I'm like with God in them. So, Mm -hmm. um, I think that is so cool. Thank you so much, Carly. I hope that y'all just got to hear, um, just all the incredible things that she said that the Lord just spoke through her. This was such a fun episode. Seriously. Just thank you for talking with me. (laughs) I learned so much as I always do around you. And I hope that everyone who's listening to this just has a great day. And I hope that this just encourages you to go and have fun with the Lord. We love y'all and this together fam, and we will see y'all soon. Bye y'all. Bye. Bye.